gyration, gestation, gas station, gestation at the gas station for gyrations eating gyros, while the gestation of this food baby is imminent. I went to the coffee shop that I go to this morning, and I saw this guy there that I usually see there. He's a regular there, like me. A regular, not irregular. Although, the way that I think about him apparently is irregular, because even though I've never actually talked to this guy, I know his name, I know what he does for work, I even know what car he drives and everything, and I've filled in like the rest of his life with stuff that... I just assume based on the information I've had access to observe. And he finally threw me off this morning with something I didn't expect. He was there with a kid. And the first thing my brain thought was to check out the kid to see if it's like a good looking kid. And because maybe he's molesting this kid. Yeah, because he's going to bring some kid that he's molesting out for coffee on Sunday morning to the coffee shop that he always goes to. That's more right than maybe, oh, I don't know, Albert, maybe your fucking idea of what you just assumed about him was off. Maybe he can have a kid or maybe somebody in his family can have a kid that he is close enough with and takes care of. Maybe that, Albert, huh? You ever think about that? You know what, man? Pack your shit. Get the fuck out. You're fired. You're done, Albert. No more. Pack it up. Get out. Go. Bye. You know why? Because fuck you. That's why. I really want to fire somebody, but I'm the only person that's doing any work on this thing. And I don't want it to end yet, because we just turned eight. And that's my number. And I was excited for this episode, and instead, you know, we're we're still just thinking all this stupid stuff. We're still at that point where we're just indulging all this weird, erratic stuff a lot more than we should, if not completely following through with it. And I want to rewind back to last week and talk about some stuff that I wanted to talk about then, but I forgot or just didn't get around to or wasn't able to work in once the show started getting the momentum that I wanted it to have and I liked the order and shape it was taking and stuff. But let's rewind back to last week and let's talk about Jim Gaffigan. I don't know if you guys know him, but he's actually a clean comic, which is hard to do. And I think most comics actually respect clean comedy because it's hard to do. Both not to swear and not to have just those awful, filthy fucking ideas that a lot of us do. But Jim Gaffigan is one of those guys. He even performed for the Pope because he's that clean that he was able to go do comedy for the fucking Pope. Which, I mean, Catholics really aren't that clean when you get down to things. And they're the ones that are actually molesting kids, but... Not the point I'm making. So last week, I don't know if you guys have seen or heard about this yet, but Jim Gaffigan lost his shit, man. He was swearing and saying all kinds of stuff that somebody like him should not be saying. And of all places on Twitter, I hate Twitter. I don't want to be a part of Twitter. I don't want to be involved in the Twitter world any more than I want to like throw a spotlight on a celebrity having a meltdown or whatever actually happened here. But... I like Jim Gaffigan, and I feel like there are important things connected with this 
happening. So for somebody like Gaffigan, who's always been so controlled and composed to be clean for such a long time, to just fucking lose it, that that's not okay. And that means that something is fucked up. That there's got to be something either to his life or to the things that he's talking about. I don't want to make the same mistake I made with the coffee shop guy, but... I mean, Jim Gaffigan seems like a pretty decent human being. If you can work that clean for that long, you're probably a pretty decent person with some type of morality somewhere inside you. So, the thing that you're probably talking about is probably the thing that's fucked up. And I want to talk about that because... This isn't the first time it's happened. I actually lost my shit earlier this year and had a similar kind of blow up around this same subject matter because I had seen that Stephen Colbert had gotten to this point and John Oliver had gotten to this point. So if you have these guys who their livelihood depends on being comedians that are collected and composed if they're willing to sacrifice that and get to a point where they're not funny where they're just fed up and angry and explosive at something that thing that they're targeting has got to be bad especially if different types of people this is happening to and it's always the same thing and it's always that same fucking guy I know that it isn't all him, but he's just so look at me. Like, that's what I usually call him now is Mr. Look at me or dumb fuck or fuck nuts. But whatever the case, bad names aside, because that, you know, demerits my argument. There are a lot of people that don't like this guy for just that, for being a guy. Not because he's the president, but because he's just such a piece of shit, stain of a human being that's just so fucking absorbing and encouraging all this opinion-y, entitled middle-class, want, empty, non-opinionated, indulgent voice shit that he manages to power and encourage and inspire and recirculate, recycle throughout everything, and it's just been all fucking year and the year before that it's been building for a long time he's not the origin of it it's not all his fault he's just such a fucking like hyperbolic statement of it he is like the archetype of what people hate about that stuff why comedians would get to a point where they stop being funny and are just like fuck that guy and everything he does. So Jim Gaffigan finally lost it on Twitter. And on the one hand, I was kind of happy. It was kind of nice to see somebody like that, who's always been comedic and composed and controlled like that, to get to a point where they just had enough, and they finally used some bad language, and they said some things you wouldn't expect them to. It's nice to get to see a real outburst, a real breakdown like that, and what comes out when that happens, and the significance it can have when it does happen. But unfortunately, on the other hand, I was also kind of sad because 
He's had this image that he's, of course, had to work on, both with himself, his own character and values and stuff, as well as having it maintained in the public eye, which we've seen how easily that gets swayed one way or another. He's invested a lot, and he's been able to have positive outcomes for a pretty long time. Overall, I would say he's probably a pretty good dude. And now, because of this one bad day or this one bad week, it's possible that there are people that aren't going to see him that way. And it may affect his entire career, if not his entire life, because of this one moment with that one little thing. I don't like that part of it. I don't like that... This shit is so explosive and instantaneous with it like that. And I don't like that it is something like that that's causing that. And I hope that it isn't. I haven't really heard much about it other than that first day I heard about it, so I'm hoping it just kind of was a funny thing to kind of laugh at and see, oh shit, like Jim Gaffigan's going off. And that was it, and it just gets to be that, but... There was another thing that happened last week that is kind of like the equal opposite of this. It's like the silver lining to this. I've been so happy that Dave Chappelle returned from the moment he did, and all his specials have been good. Some have been better than others, and some hit harder than others, and they delivered more, and they were funnier, whatever the case, but I'm glad he's back, and I'm glad he took the time off. I think... It was important to see that somebody could do that, that they could walk away from something like this rather than just stick around and like destroy their career that way and make people not like them that way by just trying too hard to do something that they weren't feeling good about anymore. I think that was important for us to see and to know that that could be done and that you could still come back even if it was 10 years later and that you would still be just as good, if maybe not even better, but Dave, pretty much everyone I know that has ever watched even one of his sketches from Chappelle's show think he's hilarious. And he is. He's one of the all-time greats. Everything about him is good. He's mastered his craft. And he does it incredibly well. And he does cool shit on top of it. He always gets artists that he actually cares about to be involved with his show back when he was doing Chappelle's show or when he did The Block Party. Or now when he's doing this stuff that he's doing in whatever state it is that he's in. He's got this thing going, and I'm sure you guys have seen or heard some about it. That's what the 846 video was from. He had Louis C.K. on there, and most recently I just heard on Bill Burr's podcast that he was out there. He went out there finally, and he finally got to do some stand-up. And it wasn't just that. It was actually like the old shit that he loved doing that made him who he is, and how he is, and why he is also one of the all-time greats. Because comedy used to be this great thing, where these guys could be free to say shit. And we're losing that. I'm new to this world, and I'm not even really that much into it yet, but I can already see that it was starting to take some blows before I got involved, and I've heard comics here and there kind of mention at it. I've seen them kind of back away from things. I've seen them start filtering more, and I see it coming, and I don't want it to happen. I'm really hoping it doesn't, and there are people like Chappelle that are 
taken these steps that will hopefully keep it from getting into a point where it's like that. And Ricky Gervais is doing a good job of still just letting his mouth fly and backing it up. And Joey Diaz recently had some allegations against him, and he was just like, fuck you, which was great and inspiring. And there are still good people, and I want to help to keep it good. I want to preserve it. I want it to remain that thing because it's the only thing that can be like that. If we lose everything else, man, we got to have this because this is like an essential part of survival, really. That might sound dramatic, but whatever it is inside of people that makes comedy, it's the same thing that allows people to go through the worst of life, the worst shit in existence. That's why the drama and comedy faces are paired, because if you're not able to somehow get through and see something better after going through just how disheartening, discouraging, and just fucking ugly life can be sometimes, then you're not going to make it as long as we have. And we have been around a long time, but we haven't at the same time. Through all this shit that we've gone through, we're still a society. We're still at a point where there are people that can't even deal with hearing words. They're just single words that some people just don't want people to say. Like, that's one of the most fucking ridiculous things to me at this point, that there can be single words that, like will make a serious problem for some people just to be heard, just if they're spoken once, just if they're mentioned and said, that they just don't want to hear certain sounds. How is that even still a thing? If we can't fix that little part of ourselves, there's no way we're going to even get anywhere close to making these like bigger movements happen. And there's stuff that's far more important that we need to work on first, and that's... That's the fucking problem is we're just so out of order, man. And it's just getting worse and worse every goddamn day, it seems. At least by the week. This was last week stuff. This was just last week, and there's so much more I could still say about this about Jim Gaffigan and about Chappelle and about comedy and about that middle-class one, about Trump, about all that stuff. But let's talk about this week, huh? This week, I still have not gotten a bagel. It's been four weeks. I've thought about it. I've planned it out several times. And then when the time came, I just wasn't feeling like going and getting the bagel. So still no bagel for me. Still haven't cut my hair or shaved it or anything. Just growing facial hair now. But on the good side, I'm still not smoking. It's been two weeks without nicotine. And it's been three weeks without a cigarette as of Monday. But I'm more proud of the podcast Like, hey, you stopped doing a bad thing. A thing that you shouldn't have been doing in the first fucking place. Good job. Meanwhile, the things that actually matter to you, the things that you're actually working on and 
striving towards. Nobody gives a shit about. And that's why I try and take the time to talk about the things that, if you hear me mention them, they're important to me. And if you take the time to look them up, I think it'll be worth your time. And if you take the time to think about it, I think it's a good thing to think about. And if you try doing something that I say, maybe it'll be a good thing for you to do. At least that's what I hope, and that's what I intend. But I know it doesn't always work out that way. I heard a lot about Hamilton when that was going around. I wanted to see it while it was still alive. I never got the chance, or I couldn't afford it. And then it finally came out on Disney+, Plus, and I was like, eh, Disney. But one of my friends has it, so I finally got to see it, and there was so much hype. I had heard about how good it was. And I hate to admit it, but it lived up to the hype. I got hooked, and all fucking week, it was in my head. I had to listen a few times. It's finally fading. It's been a full week now at this point, and it's finally starting to fade, but it's going to be in there. I'm going to have to revisit it a few more times, if not watch again a couple more times, and it it's actually good. I'll give it that. It is. I didn't want to like it, but credit where credit is due. It's catchy. It's fun. It's memorable. But more than that, and the one that I will really endorse... And that's what got me to watch it, is The Larry Sanders Show. Initially, I heard about it in Judd Apatow's book, Sick in the Head. He mentions it a few times. He discusses it with a few people and the importance of it, because he worked on the show. That was actually one of the places that he got started. And I think it's fair to say, now that I've watched it, that we might not have the Judd Apatow legacy that we do if it weren't for The Larry Sanders Show. But I also heard Jerry Seinfeld talk about it. I think he might have mentioned it at least a couple times. I know that he talked to Gary Shandling about it when he was on his show, Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. And he said that it was a new type of show, that nobody had done that type of show until he did it, and that several shows copied him after that. I know The Office was one that he mentioned in the show. And I can see now some other shows that were definitely influenced by it. And it definitely is on that level. I think it's one of the comedy greats. It's fucking hilarious. It's got a lot of iconic comedy people in it. It's very consistent. It's very fresh. It's very funny. It's very well-written. Great characters. Great people playing these characters and parts. I just instantly loved it, loved it all the way through, and I can see why it inspired so much, and why it's so revered by comedy people, and why so many good comedy people were involved in it, as well as other artists, like Chappelle does that too, he always gets other artists that he respects and likes involved with his projects, and that's the same thing Larry Sanders did, he is great artists on there that have good music and stuff, and... Very attractive women as well. Very good taste in women. Just all around good taste. And good to watch and good to look at. And 
Alrighty, that takes care of last week and this week. Now I'm going to tell you what's going to happen next week. You want to know? You want to know what's going to happen next week? Well, I don't know. And that's okay. You can say that. Especially when you don't know. It's that much better if you say it. I don't know. In logic, like real logic, not the way that people just like misuse that as thinking it means like how people think. Logic is an actual thing. And that actually is like a strong and effective strategy to concede not knowing something. Because it shows that you're actually trying to maintain credibility and not just say things to be right. So the next time that you don't know something, let the other person know that. Tell them. I don't know. Also, if you haven't figured out how to say no yet, that would be another really helpful, beneficial thing for you to figure out how to do. I know it took me a really long time. I wasn't in my... It wasn't until I was in my 20s that I finally was able to say no as far as like jobs went. And I'm still working on being able to do that as far as relationships go. Romantic relationships, that is. I found this poem that I wrote, and it was pretty well received the first time that I shared it. And looking back to the first episode of this, I kind of wish that I had just used this to introduce the show. And I think a lot of people out there can benefit from using this as like a framework of how they should be, what they can do in their life to make a better world. It's called, Don't Be a Piece of Shit. Don't be a piece of shit. If you're going to be a piece of shit, don't. Unless I'm on the toilet, don't be a piece of shit. Unless you're in the toilet, don't be a piece of shit. Unless you're in or dangling from my asshole, don't be a piece of shit. Instead of being a piece of shit, don't be a piece of shit. Do not be a piece of shit. Unless you're literally a piece of shit, don't figuratively be a piece of shit. If you're a human, you should be a human and not a piece of shit. Don't be a piece of shit. Don't be shitty. You can shit. You should. You have to. If you don't shit, see a doctor. But don't be a piece of shit. If someone else is a piece of shit, don't be a piece of shit. Tell them not to be a piece of shit. Say, don't be a piece of shit. Because they're not a piece of shit. They're just being a piece of shit. And they shouldn't be a piece of shit. Some people act like a piece of shit. Some people get treated like a piece of shit. But don't do it. Don't be a piece of shit. But unfortunately, there have been some times in my life when I was a piece of shit. And there have even been some times in my life when I wasn't and people called me a piece of shit. Or maybe they really thought that I was. I know sometimes I fuck up, and I usually try to admit that when that happens. I know that there have been a lot of moments in the podcast where I didn't quite nail it the way I wanted to, or in hindsight, I didn't fully even like that I kind of wanted to cut out, maybe re-edit or something, but that's not how this works. That's not how life works. We're just trying to Get it as good as we can, I think, most of us. Trying to get that feel good and have it actually be something good. 
that's making us feel good. When I listen to me, it's kind of like watching TV. At least that's what like the pacing feels like sometimes. And sometimes it's like I'm flipping through the channels. And sometimes I'm kind of like an infomercial. And sometimes I'm like a serious piece. And sometimes I'm even like the evangelical preacher guy. That one dude freaks me out, man. I can never remember his name, but the wind of God guy. He's got some scary eyes and a scary mouth. And when they pair up with his eyebrows, it's... All kinds of wild in the wrong ways. I think what would make the world right is that if we started holding people accountable for the crazy shit that they believe in, like these flat earthers, like if they weren't allowed to use round things anymore, like if they had to drive a car that had just like flat wheels or square wheels or something like that, and they just... Anything else that was round, they weren't allowed to use, like their eyes, like we got to take their eyes or we got to force their eyes into these little cubes so that they had to be square shaped and we had to like reshape their retinas. I know now I'm getting into like some Dr. Mangle territory, but I just, I really wish that we could get our beliefs right again because that's, that's what humanity is essentially, it's just belief. And we have so many crazy beliefs going on right now, and we have people that aren't even aware of, like, the concept of belief, and that they actually have some beliefs, and I just, I, I don't know, man. All right, I don't know. I feel it, I know it's there, but I guess I just don't have the right words for it right now. And sometimes I'm dropping things, like, subtly that I don't hear until later that my artsy brain was trying to pack meaning into a phrasing or a word or something that just took time for me to pick up on. Or maybe it's just when I listen that I hear it rather than being able to listen and hear at the same time that I'm speaking. I don't know. See? See, I can say it. And it doesn't make me a piece of shit. I was thinking about taking a break here soon. Like, maybe next week, actually. I have a reason that I might take the break then. Or I may stick it out till uh, episode 10. And then take a little break after that. Maybe a week, maybe two weeks. I haven't decided yet. All I know is that this week I finally decided to shift around my living environment a bit, kind of reorganize some stuff around me, give myself some new stuff to look at to re-inspire me in my daily living, as well as when I'm recording. I think I have a better, more inspiring recording space, but I just realized that immediately to my left, I've got just like a collection of failures. There's a fucking like Bill Cosby book, which it's ripped, so it says Ill Cosby instead of Bill which is its own failure in its multiple ways. And that's behind my amplifier that at some point stopped working properly. It just failed me to be amplifying things I need amplified. And next to that is an old trophy that I have that I've been wanting to just throw away all my trophies. They're just meaningless, shitty fucking things like I don't know if anybody else out there has trophies from 
any point in their life. But I got these trophies when I was younger. I used to race and stuff, and they're just like cheesy, crappy made things that really don't mean anything to me anymore. Like, I remember that I did the races, and that means more to me than this fucking cheap wood plastic bullshit that just... I've had so many of them just fucking fall apart like this, and it's infuriating that I have to, like, throw away a trophy. It's such a ironic fuck you statement that isn't even intended. But, yeah, I think I have to throw away this trophy, and that's sitting on the spot on my carpet where I spilled, like, an entire gallon bucket of this fucking gesso. It's this material that you use on canvas before painting on it if you don't want to paint on raw canvas. And lastly, in this collection of failure, is my hair. From when I had long hair, I took the time to grow it out for like four years. And it's nice hair, and I thought about maybe doing some other stuff with it. But I heard that Locks of Love is not dependable to donate your hair to, so I wanted to find the right place. And I still just haven't done that. I think it's been, I want to say at least like three years now, at this point, that that's just been sitting around in my room. I thought about making paintbrushes out of it. Oh, and the backpack. I have a backpack from somebody that makes that part of this collection of failures. Which, hopefully, this episode was not. And hopefully I take a break next week, or maybe after episode 10, which I'm hoping to make special because it's episode 10. And I don't know, I just like to do stuff like that with this so far. I was thinking of maybe like going back through and answering all the mystery things that I left hanging or selling some dick pics or I don't know. If you guys want anything in particular, let me know. And if not, then maybe we'll have something special for number 10. Or maybe I'll just have a special moment taking a break after I do it. Talk to you guys later.